Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Pastor J.D. has been giving prophecy updates for over 20 years, but in recent months, the gravity of these updates has increased. End times events are happening quickly, and in today's update, Pastor J.D. gives what he believes is irrefutable evidence that the Antichrist is already on the scene. Jesus is on the doorstep. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on December 19, 2021. I want to talk with you about why it is that we as Christians should be looking for Jesus Christ and not the Antichrist. And here's why. The Antichrist cannot be revealed until the church of Jesus Christ is raptured, which by the way is precisely where we're at right now on God's prophetic clock. It's my hope and my prayer that in our time together today, We will all have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to this, His church, in this last hour. Namely, that of how the Antichrist is already behind the scenes, at the ready, which means that the rapture of the church of Jesus Christ is at the door. Once the restrainer is taken out of the way, and the church is raptured, then the Antichrist will be revealed. I want to read 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, beginning in verse 1. And I want to read through to verse 9 from the 1599 Geneva Bible, and I think you'll see why here in a moment. The Apostle Paul is writing to this Thessalonian church, who is very discouraged by the way. Well, if I can say it this way, they're actually freaking out because they have been deceived and have believed that they were already in the tribulation and missed the rapture. And what about all of our loved ones that died in Christ? What about them? And Paul writes to them this second letter to encourage them, to settle them, to calm them. And he says to them by the Holy Spirit, verse 1, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our assembling unto Him, 
that verse 2, ye be not suddenly moved from your mind, nor troubled neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as it were from us. Apparently there was a forged letter circulating around as if from the Apostle Paul. It was not that was telling them that the tribulation had already started, which is why he says, as though the day of Christ were at hand. And then verse 3, and this is a biggie, let no man deceive you by any means. For that day, speaking of the tribulation, shall not come except there come a departing first. That's the rapture. Hang on, don't stone me to death yet. And that that man of sin, the Antichrist, be disclosed, even the son of perdition, which, verse 4, is an adversary, and exalteth himself against all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he doth sit as God, in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not, verse 5, that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now ye know what withholdeth, speaking of the restrainer, that he might be revealed in his time. For, verse 7, the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he which now withholdeth restrains shall let till he be taken out of the way. And then, verse 8, shall that wicked man be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall abolish with the brightness of his coming. Can't wait. That's the second coming, by the way. For those who are interested, we did a deep dive into Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, in our verse-by-verse -verse study through Second Thessalonians, in a teaching titled, The Rapture Comes First. And I would encourage you, if you haven't, to watch that. Uh, in that we go in depth into why that verse is speaking of a physical departure slash rapture of the church, and not a spiritual departure as has been taught and is taught by way of this falling away. It's not a falling away, it is a catching away. It is not a spiritual departure, it is a physical departure in verse 3. And then the Antichrist can be revealed, because now the church has been raptured, and the restrainer has been taken out of the way, 
And it's like, okay, now you can have it. We're out of your way. Because you know we're in their way, right? Now we're out of your way. Oh, by the way, (laughs) you're only going to have it for seven years, so have a nice day. Now why did I want to start out this way? Because everything that is happening in the world today is an indication that the Antichrist is about to be revealed. And if that's true, and I personally with all of my heart believe it is, then that means the rapture, which must happen first, is truly imminent. While we don't know who the Antichrist is, those who do know who Jesus Christ is, also know that His return in the rapture is drawing ever so near. In Luke 21:28, Jesus speaking says, Now, when these things, keyword, begin to happen, Look up and lift up your heads, because your redemption draws near. It's important to understand that when Jesus says this, He's actually responding to His disciples who had just asked Him a question about the signs of the end. Actually they asked Jesus, we're told, when will these things happen? And it's really a twofold question. What will be the sign that they are, again, keyword, about to take place? So Jesus then goes on to provide them with a detailed answer as He describes what will take place at the time of the end, what the world will look like at the time of the end, and interestingly, chiefly, it will be marked by deception. Listen to what he says. Verse 8, Luke 21, And he said, Take heed that you not be deceived, For many will come in my name, saying, I am He, and the time is drawn near. Therefore do not go after them. But when you hear of wars and commotions, do not be terrified, for these things must come to pass first, but the end will not come immediately. Then he said to them, verse 10, nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes in various places, and famines, and pestilences, and there will be fearful sights, and great signs from heaven. The Apostle John, in his first epistle, echoes what the Savior said about this deception, this Antichrist deception, at the very end. He says, verse 18, chapter 2, little children, it is the last hour, 
And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it is the last hour. Stop right there. Did you catch that? What he's saying is the litmus test by which we will know that it is the last hour will be that of the Antichrists who will come preceding the Antichrist who, by the way, and please hear me on this, Antichrist does not mean necessarily only against Christ, but carries with it the idea of in place of Christ, Antichrist. So this is how you'll know. Well, John goes on, verse 19, they went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out, that they might be made manifest, that none of them were of us. But listen, you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. I have not written to you, verse 21, because you do not know the truth, but because you know it. And that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist, who denies the Father and the Son. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. Therefore, verse 24, let that abide in you which you heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that He has promised us, eternal life. And then He says this, verse 26, these things I have written to you concerning those who try to deceive you. In other words, I'm writing this to you for two reasons. Number one, so that you will know that the time is at hand by virtue of the Antichrist's preceding the coming of the Antichrist. And number two, so that those who are trying to deceive you, which means that there were those who were trying to deceive them, don't deceive them. I have to confess that in preparing for today's update, I I don't know how many times I've read this passage, taught this passage, meditated on it. But when I hit verse 26, it hit me that this is exactly what is happening now. They're trying to deceive us. And we have this word in God's Word 
from the Apostle John, inspired by the Holy Spirit, to warn us. Because God wants us to know the truth, so that we don't fall prey to the lie. We're being lied to. And this is how we will know that it is the last hour. It is the last hour. Here's where I'm going with this. We can know Jesus Christ is coming in this last hour by virtue of how close we are to the Antichrist's revealing at this last hour. By way of an illustration, we know that Thanksgiving is coming first by virtue of how the signs for Christmas are already in place. Thanksgiving being the rapture and this time of year. Can you believe that Christmas is Saturday? Do you know that we're hugging 2022? So stay with me here, because if the coming Antichrist is one of those signs, and it is, then we can rightly conclude that Jesus Christ will be coming for us first, as we just read. Let me preface this. I know that this is going to sound strong, but it needs to be. I'm going to say it this way for a reason. What follows is irrefutable proof. Let me say it again. Irrefutable proof as to why it is that the Antichrist is already on the scene, though behind the scenes, and at the ready, which is why we must also be ready. The rapture is imminent. Pastor, you say that every week. I know. And I'm going to keep saying it every week. However, there will be one week where I will not say it, because it will have already happened. First, it's irrefutable proof. It seems that global leaders, or if you prefer kings, are already in contact with the Antichrist. And it's evidenced by this quote from Prince Charles that we covered on the November 28th update. It was at the COP26 climate summit in Glasgow on November 1st, and here is a quote from that transcript. Here, we need a vast military-style campaign to march the strength of the global private sector with trillions at His disposal, far beyond global GDP, and with the greatest respect beyond even the governments of the world's leaders. In other words, whoever His is, needs to have untold trillions with a T at His disposal, His disposal. 
And you know what's even more interesting than that actually? Is that he goes on to say that there's going to be this dividing into ten sectors. Perfect. I'm so glad he didn't say nine or eleven. Because the book of Daniel says ten. And so does the book of Revelation say ten. Ten regions, ten sectors, ten kings, ten horns, ten toes. Ten. Did I say ten? And we're told in Bible prophecy that these ten leaders slash kings will give their allegiance to His disposal. That's the Antichrist. Satan is downloading, for lack of a better word, this intelligence into these people. And Satan himself will inhabit the Antichrist. And so that's where all of this is coming, and they're already in contact with him. He's already on the scene. And he's just at the ready. Why hasn't he been revealed yet? Because we haven't been removed yet, and raptured yet. And the restrainer continues to restrain. But once that trumpet sounds, and we're raptured, and the restrainer is out of the way, he comes on the scene, everything's ready to go. All he does is just turn on the switch as we're going to see here in a moment. Secondly, it seems that the controlled demolition of the global economy is on the cusp of completion, so as to execute, I'm sorry for that word, (laughs) the Antichrist's cashless economy vis-a-vis a biometric identification and verification of vaccination. I know that's a mouthful, but this system and technology is already in place, and if in compliance, one's universal basic income, also known as UBI, will be available and predicated upon their social credit score in order to buy and sell. And here's the thing, not only is this technology already in place, it's already being implemented as evidenced by what's now happening in Austria and Germany, along with other countries as well. On November 15th, NPR published a report about how Austria and Germany were imposing restrictions on unvaccinated people. You've been listening to a Prophecy Update with Pastor J.D. Farag on In Spirit and Truth. Thanks for tuning in to study the Word of God. As you continue to learn about the things that are happening all around us and how that relates to the Bible, take some time to pray for this nation and for the world as a whole. How all the details will play out is still unknown, 
but God treasures the prayers that are offered on behalf of His people and the world around them. Continue to delve deep into God's Word on your own and gain some useful insight about these things in addition to what you hear from Pastor J.D. Are there some things that you heard today that really touched home in your heart that you'd appreciate some prayer over? We'd be honored to pray for you. Let us know what those requests are by going to jdfarag.org and then fill out the form under contact. Once again, that website is jdfarag.org. You can also find us on social media. You'll find links to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube on our website. And we encourage you to follow them so you can stay up to date with all that's happening at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe and in spirit and truth. If you're wanting to access these things on the go, we have a mobile app that's available for iPhone and Android users. Just look under the resources tab. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for joining us. We look forward to our next edition where you'll get the opportunity to hear more insightful things about the days that we're living in and how that intersects with what's been predicted in the Bible. Join us again here on In Spirit and Truth.